Time for seafood news. Welcome back. <laughs> You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor, Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Market Reporter, Lauren Castiglione. This week's episode is brought to you by Foreign Trade Data. Reduce uncertainty, minimize risk, and uncover opportunities with the only website designed exclusive for the seafood import-export community. So last week was a big week for us. Big. So big. Um, I returned from Seafood Expo Global in Brussels, and it was National Biscuit Day, and we celebrated... Seriously, can I get another holla? Holla! There we go. We celebrated National Biscuit Day by eating Red Lobster's Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Oh, did we celebrate? I've mm-hmm. been dreaming about those biscuits ever since. Those are some some good biscuits. So buttery and cheesy. So rich and crumbly. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much we love these biscuits. <laughs> I'm about to go get some more right now. <laughs> so uh, Lauren's just kidding. I'm not, though. <laughs> Well, we would clearly get them delivered to the office. That's what we did this week. We did grub up. Yes, we we had we just had not that we wouldn't order three and a half dozen. Yeah, please. Three three dozen. We did three dozen. And that was all we ordered. The Grubhub delivery driver must have been like, why? You know. But it's like if he's ever had them, he knows why. Yeah, yeah. He must have just was like, this is getting delivered to an office, not like an apartment building full of a bunch of kids. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, you know, like I said, uh, you know, we got them delivered to the office, and the truth is, honestly, we got them delivered not not because we didn't have time to go out, but because someone can't be trusted alone in the car with them. You know, <laughs> that's actually a common issue that Red Lobster customers face. Those that order food to go find themselves munching on the Cheddar Bay biscuits the moment that car door closes. And I mean, I'd like to be, meet the person who has the willpower not to. Yeah. But this is why Red Lobster created an awesome campaign for National Biscuit Day. Seriously, I am obsessed. 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 So in honor of National Biscuit Day, which occurred on May 14th, Red Lobster created an insulated fanny pack. Yes, you heard that right. An insulated Insulated fanny fanny pack. (laughs) Bringing it back. Everything comes back in stages, right? So why not a fanny pack? Heck yeah. So this fanny pack, like I said, insulated, is made specifically for Cheddar Bay biscuits. So you can take your biscuits wherever you want and keep them warm all while being fashionable. I need one and I can totally pull off a fanny pack. And not just because you're a mom. No, because... (laughs) Because it's a fanny bag and they're freaking cool. (laughs) But that's also why I need my hands free. I need my snacks close. Yeah. And I need them warm. I, because there's, I mean, I, we had, we ended up eating them for like hours yesterday. Yeah. But, um, I mean, they're, they're better warm. So don't ask us how many we consumed. Yeah. I honestly, I lost, I I think I blacked out eating them. (laughs) I was about to say I lost count, but I I think I just blacked out. (laughs) But, um, anyway, Lauren, why don't you tell our listeners where they can win one of these Red Lobster, Cheddar Bay Biscuit fanny packs. So it's pretty simple. Cheddar Bay Biscuit lovers need to tweet at Red Lobster and share what they love most about Cheddar Bay Biscuits using the hashtag CBB Sweepstakes. Submissions will be accepted through June 4th. And if anyone watched our weekly video this week, I accidentally said CCB Sweepstakes. I just couldn't get that cheddar out of my mind. Cheddar Cheddar Biscuits. Or maybe I just didn't want anyone else to win and I wanted to win. (laughs) 
the <laughs> truth must be told. We really want those fanny packs. <laughs> we need packs. to clear our conscience. <laughs> but uh, anyway, good luck to all those that enter, and may the biscuits be ever warm and in your favor. That's amazing. Yeah. So shall we move on to the news? If we must. <laughs> so one of the top stories this past week was the abrupt closure of national fish and seafood in Gloucester, Massachusetts, which left more than 150 people unemployed. So National Fish and Seafood processed and distributed seafood products under National Fish, Matt Laws, and Schooner's brands, and they have been in business for about 40 years. So of those, more than 150 employees, 54 were staffers, and over 100 were seasonal contract employees. The closer was a big hit for Gloucester, but the city quickly pulled together for a job fair to help displaced workers. The mayor even put together an informational meeting last week to inform these displaced workers of their workplace rights, unemployment insurance, housing assistance, and fuel assistance, among other resources, which is awesome. Yeah, we're rooting for everyone, so that's, that's great that the, the city's you know, really pulling together. Yeah. That's, that's when you great need Great sense most. of community there. Yeah. Um, in other news, clash action lawsuits were filed by consumers in California against tuna companies Bumblebee, Chicken of the Sea, and Starkist. The suits allege that despite the dolphin safe claims on their products, the companies actually employ fishing techniques that kill or harm dolphins. So these consumers are saying that the dolphin safe labels on products from Bumblebee, Chicken of the Sea, and Starkist are not only false, but misleading, which violates the laws of several U.S. states. In addition, the lawsuits state that Starkist violated federal racketeering law through its alleged dealings with foreign fishing companies. And while no reports that a vast majority of canned tuna in the U.S. has been certified as dolphin safe, U.S. processors and importers are allowed to purchase and sell non-dolphin safe tuna. According to NOAA, the tuna must have originated from a U.S. purseen vessel in uh, sets where dolphins were accidentally killed or seriously injured. From a U.S. purseen vessel with an assigned dolphin mortality limit under the agreement on the International Dolphin Conservation Program, or from a foreign purseen vessel flagged by a country that has been obtained and uh, or that has obtained an affirmative finding from the assistant administrator. Um, with that said, products that are not dolphin safe are not allowed to bear any marks or labels that indicate otherwise. Tuna companies that specialize in dolphin safe catch techniques include Wild Planet, which uses pull and line or trawl caught uh, fishing methods to minimize the impact on other marine life. San Diego based American Tuna and Whole Foods 365 Everyday Value brand tuna also uses pull and line caught. But Bumblebee also uh, semi recently launched a Trace My Catch campaign, which was designed to allow c uh, customers to trace their product using the product code. So an example listed on their website shows that their solid-way albacore was caught using longline fishing gear, a method that is dolphin safe, as long as the following requirements are met. And these uh, requirements include um, a signed captain statement to the cannery certifying that no purseen or other fishing gear was intentionally deployed on or used to encircle dolphins using uh, during the fishing trip, and that no dolphins were killed or seriously injured in the sets or other gear deploy uh, deployments in which the tuna were caught. And um, another requirement is that the vessel captain um, complete uh, a NOAA fisheries tracking and verification programs, dolphin safe captain's training course. So with that said, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, where this case goes. Exactly. So the consumers are seeking full refunds for uh, consumers nationwide for those who bought tuna from Bumblebee, Chicken of the Sea and Starkiss in the last four years. And while Starkist told Reuters that they do not discuss pending litigation, they also stated that they would not buy tuna caught in association with dolphins. Moving along, the U.S. Department of Transportation issued a notice last week announcing the suspension of air service to and from Venezuela. According to the notice from the U.S. Department of Transportation, the suspension is due to the fact that conditions in Venezuela threaten the safety and security of passengers, aircraft, and crew 
traveling to or from the country. Acting Secretary Mikulinen reports that the suspension is based on reports of civil unrest and violence in and around the airports. TSA has also been unable to gain access to Venezuelan airports to conduct security assessments to ensure that adequately uh, adequate security measures are in place. And another factor was that American Airlines, the largest air carrier providing service, as well as two other carriers, canceled their flights to the country. So Venezuela imports fresh crab meat that has flown directly to the U.S., and the suspension of air service could potentially impact the market. A majority of this product is used on the east coast of the U.S. With the summer season quickly approaching, this suspension is coming at a time that is the highest demand period of the year. This is up 66.6% from the same time last year. For 2018, Venezuela imported 6.2 million pounds, which is 22% higher than 2017. In addition, in 2018, Venezuela held a 10.3% market share in the pasteurized and fresh crab meat market category. And finally, the DFO temporarily closed fishing areas due to the presence of North Atlantic right whales. The closures are in the Gulf and Quebec regions. Three North Atlantic right whales are reportedly within a zone situated outside the dynamic management area in the southern Gulf of St. Lawrence. The closures will follow a grid system, so the following grids will be closed until further notice. All right, are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Get your pen out. Yes. GU-42, GU-43, and GU-44. GV-41, GV-43. You sunk my battleship. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Bingo. (laughs) All right, sorry, go on. Uh, GV-43 and 45. Uh, GW-42, 43, 44, 45. GX-43, 44, and 45. Nice. The closure comes a little over a month after the DFO announced snow crab quotas in the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Crab quotas increased in almost all areas, with Area 12, which covers the southern Gulf, getting the largest increase. Uh, Seafood News publisher John Saxon reported in April that last year's quota was 24,613 tons, which was down substantially from the record levels of 2017, when the quota was 43,822 tons. Good recruitment pushed the quota up again this year to 32,480 tons, which is nearly an 8,000-ton increase over 2018. The DFO said at the time that they would be modifying whale closure rules this year to have a smaller closed area and would be utilizing real-time monitoring to close specific grids only when whales are nearby. And that about does it for us for the week. Wow. That was a lot. That was a lot of news. That was a lot of Cheddar Bay Biscuit. We got to cut it there to go get more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And get those fanny packs. Shout out, Red Lobster. We know you're listening. We need to. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye.